Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Hi, Clubbers, and welcome to this very special episode of Self-Care Club. It's our 300th show. So to celebrate, we are going to take a look back on some of our favourite shows and moments. Thank you so much for writing in to us and being a part of this huge milestone with us. After all, you guys, our wonderful listeners, are the reason that we make this show and your enthusiasm is what has helped to build it into what it is. So this is our way of saying a very big thank you. Shall we start with some of our favourite moments from the show? I think that would be appropriate. So what was one of your favourites? I think it has to be The Salt Cave. I think that's my favourite episode. I mean, I don't know why. It was so silly. Because we went to this salt cave in Borenwood High Street in between a <laughs> Wenzel's and an Optician's. And we had this very sort of peaceful experience. And then when we came back to record the show, it just, it just went all off went completely. Weren't we talking something about Liz Hurley, Keanu Reeves. Should we have a listen? Yes! You know what Liz Hurley says. Her most famous quote. I, you know, I'm not friendly with Liz Hurley, so I don't. <laughs> she says, my idea of hell is getting on a plane and turning right. Oh, what a twat. <laughs> <laughs> and she needs to live in the real fucking world. If she that doesn't, because she's hell. like nearly 60 and she wears a bikini like, like she's of hell is turning right on a plane. Like, get over yourself. I'd like to look like her in a bikini. You don't know how she looks in a bikini. When was the last picture you saw of her in a bikini? She's always in a bikini. That's all she wears. <laughs> when was the last time you saw Liz Early in a bikini? I couldn't tell you, but the last it, picture no, I saw, no, she was no. in a bikini. That was probably like 10 years ago. No, what do you mean? Like last year, she has a swimwear line, a bikini line. That's was all she? she wear. Yes. And in fact, the last picture I saw of her, she was in a fur Well, then you coat. better stop bitching and moaning about your exercise and tell get on with when. it. Christmas. Christmas. Her mother took <laughs> a photo of her. Are we having two conversations? Yeah. <laughs> At Christmas, her mum took a photo of her in a fur coat. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> she looked great. <laughs> People have tuned in to hear about the salt cave. You are not about Liz. Ask the question. When's the last time you saw a picture from bikini? Christmas. That's the answer. Five months ago. Whatever. Listen, if you want to look like her in a bikini, you're yeah. going to have to suck it up and keep going to the gym. No, I think I mean they have to get life instruction and suck it out. <laughs> I don't think any amount of gym is going to make me look like that. <laughs> Can we get off Liz Hurley? Okay. Is it coming in the club? Yeah. Not Liz Hurley. <laughs> because after come. that twatty... Co no, she can't. Oh, okay. Because the twatty comment of my idea of hell is turning right on a plane... Shake my kind of woman. Let me tell you, Keanu, he's not coming in the club. Why? He's a food stealer. Yeah, he is. So, also, firstly, yeah. I don't think either one of them care about coming in our club. <laughs> They'll be really upset when they come to the door and they're on the blacklist. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be really upset. If Liz Hurley comes to the door of our club... Hello, I'm here for the club. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. 
You're blacklisted. <laughs> what? What do you mean I'm blacklisted? Nicole didn't like that twatty comment that you said. Nicole didn't like your comment, love, about turning right on a plane. Sling your hook. <laughs> Who's on the door? The bouncer. <laughs> the bouncer. Do we need a bouncer? Yes, in case Liz on piano <laughs> try and break in. <laughs> <laughs> it still, it still makes me laugh. It's so, so silly, so silly. Oh, that is just so funny. Sometimes when I, sometimes when I'm doing something and I think how annoyed you'll be by it, in my head I still hear the line, "Nobody cares." Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about sort games. I don't know how we got to Liz Hurley in a bikini. Anyway, oh. that will forever make me laugh. Do you want to go back to the salt cave? Yeah. This time I'm ordering pizza. Pizza, yeah. yeah. Do- I think they should- could slide it under Why the door. Why haven't we door. been back? I don't know, but maybe that could be our Christmas outing. <laughs> <laughs> See, <gasps> we could have margaritas. And In we could the just, salt cave. We could just rub the rim of the cocktail glass on the, on the cave. cave. It's perfect. Oh my God, you're a fucking genius. Right, come on. Let's next. talk about next. I, I mean... I think we have to talk about the Thai massage. Oh, yeah. And how you stitched me up. I stitched up like a kipper. Like, a, <laughs> I thought that you were telling me you've got to go to the, You went for a Thai massage. I did, yeah. And you said, yeah. you've got to go. And I yeah. translated that as, it's amazing. You're going to love it. You have to go. But that yeah. is, in hindsight, not what you said. No, but to be fair, that's just how you interpreted the message. Totally. I didn't say to you, you've got to go. It's going to be lovely. I just said, you've got to go. go. Yeah. And and indeed you did. So off I went. Off you went. And here's what happened. Mm. She says to me. Yeah. (laughs) I swear to God, this is what she said. I'm not making this up. Yeah. Okay. She says, very well, I'm in knickers. Yes. You're very sexy. Shut up! (laughs) Swear to God. (laughs) What? What? I swear to God. She did not say that to me. <laughs> it wasn't. What? It, I I swear she said she was working on my back and she said, you are very sexy. Did you mishear her? No. <laughs> what fucking cheek. <laughs> did you mishear her? The best thing was there was a sign in the room on the wall saying something like if you are in any way sexually inappropriate you will be asked to leave but really that should have applied to the staff <laughs> bless her she wasn't sexually inappropriate i no, mean i know i was but... naked and i suddenly felt very aware of myself but the whole experience from beginning to end was hideous you didn't enjoy being climbed on she climbed on me walked on me pummeled me and oh it was it was it was Never again. Made for a good episode, though. It did. It made a great episode. It did. We can't let this 300th celebration go by without talking about one of our most controversial practices to date. I think probably the most controversial thing we ever, ever tried on the show. And the one that... And will ever. And and will will ever ever try. And and I also wanted you to do this practice from day one of the podcast and you point blank, it was like a hard no. It was not It came up in our original production meeting. Yeah, it did. In case you don't know what we're talking about, clubbers, we're talking about vabbing. Vabbing, that combines uh, vaginas and dabbing. And it is when you use your own womanly scent as perfume. Yeah, and we tried it. We we did. Because I'm a mug. Well, I saw, I feel like I acclimatised you. We did the vaginal steaming. We did menstrual cups. You, you led you me said, in gently. My vagina doesn't normally get a lot of airtime. It's had a lot of airtime now over 300 episodes. <laughs> Culminating. It's not normal. Vabbing. Do me a favour. Before we did last week's, you had not gone around vabbing. Of course I hadn't so gone around that, vabbing. So it's not that normal. I just don't feel How like... How many women in your life mm. use their vaginal secretions as perfume? None that have ever told me. So how is it normal? So where is it so normal? So what I mean is I don't feel like shock and disgust at the concept. That's what I mean. There's been so many like pukey emojis, monkey hand over eyes emojis, shock emojis. And I just don't feel any of those emojis when I think about <laughs> vabbing. I just think shrug emoji. I think I'm totally caught up in what will people think. I think I'm really hooked into it, which is actually not like me. Not at all like you. But this has really hooked me. I am so not nervous. I am very uncomfortable 
with how people will perceive this piece of content. And also, also, yeah, we really do try and debunk the wellness world. We really yeah. do try to cover all aspects yeah. of self-care and wellness yes. and well-being. Yes. And I think our show sometimes is ridiculous. Sometimes it's informative. Sometimes it's really deep. Sometimes it can bring a little tear to your eye. Yes. And I don't want this to be the only thing that people would remember from our show or the only thing that people would be talking about because it doesn't define what we actually do. It's just a silly piece of, it's not even self-care, it's just a silly piece of content. I don't think that Vabbing is going to define you and I or our podcast. But <laughs> you I do, say that. I don't, but no, I think it was an interesting that. Oh, you know do. those girls, they're the, they're, they've got the self-care podcast and they, they wipe their vagina over their faces. Listen, we never wiped it on our faces. <laughs> I you have to purpose. stop saying that. You said it about 12 I times. I said it on purpose. I know. Oh, the majority of that show was you going, I can't, I won't, I can't, I won't, I, I won't, I won't. And then you did it in the synagogue. And no, I didn't do it in the synagogue. You were, no. you had vabbed and then went yeah. to well, the synagogue. I didn't synagogue. realise I was going to no, the synagogue. I know. But you really went there. I didn't, I didn't actually really go. I'm still not going there. I'm, I'm still, still uncomfortable. I'm still uncomfortable. And when we ask our, you know, when we ask people what was one of your favourite episodes, it invariably always comes up. And what I love is we had to record it in the lo- in my loft. Literally in a cupboard, on each other's laps. In a cupboard because I didn't want anyone to hear it because I was too mortified to record it in our lovely plush studio with James producing it because yeah. I was too embarrassed. The irony being that we recorded it in secret in private in a loft sitting on each other's laps but then it just went out to the world. <laughs> so it was just, we just gave Nicole the illusion of privacy that morning but now you can hear all about her vagina whenever you like. Just listen back on the episode. It's a good one. Oh my God. She still hates it. She I hate still it. hates it. I hate it. You prefer when we do disgusting drinks like yeah. matcha. Yeah, matcha was fat. Matcha just still makes me laugh that whole episode. You got completely obsessed with Liz Earle that week. Liz Earle. Yes, because she did a whole thing on This Morning where she showed the viewers how, how to, to make, make matcha. matcha properly. And that kind of, I was like, oh, get it now. Because yeah. I had green lumpy stuff going on before that. And then I, I tried to send you, well, anyway, should we listen to the clip? Yeah, let's have a listen. It is a bit of a faff to make. And I found it quite messy. I essentially felt like my entire kitchen has been green. Yes. This whole week. And it goes over the sink and because it's a powder. You know, I started to feel like bad witch from Wicked. My hands. <laughs> Elphaba. My, I don't know her <laughs> name, <laughs> but my hands, my arms, there were bits on my face. I was like, You're Fuck. turning into Elphaba. That's fantastic. I was, I was you, defying gravity <laughs> by Friday. <laughs> that was how I was feeling. Oh, that's amazing. Right. So it did. It does make a bit of a mess. A little bit. And I, it took me a good few days to really get the perfect cup of matcha. Mm. And also, when you're drinking it, there's always... I always feel like you need a spoon. Because... <laughs> Sorry to go back to Lisa again. But again, I wish I had watched her do this at the beginning of the week. Because when she did it, she did it... Are like we talking about your week or my week? No, it's just she did it in a fuck-off, like, soup bowl-sized mug. And I think for the whisking and blending, you'd make a lot less mess than you and I. I'm, I'm imagining you did it in a normal mug. I did. As did I. Yeah. But obviously that is not right. Because you need a wide, like, bowl, then you make less mess. What I like is that, obviously, this YouTube video yeah. was very... It's rocked my world. <laughs> it's been very pivotal in it your has. week. It has. But why don't you just keep it to yourself? I don't know. Maybe share it with your friend, Nicole, who's going to be drinking that. I bloody sent it to you. Did you? Yes. I apologise. I emailed it to you. Oh. Oh. Yes, I remember you emailing me something. But you know that sometimes was was. people email things to you and you think oh their account's been hacked who it was Liz I'm making matcha I thought your account had been hacked because when do you ever send me YouTube videos well thanks for telling me my account's been hacked no her account's been hacked but I'll just I'll just let that slide and carry on making messy matcha in my kitchen yeah, thanks for that <laughs> Makes me laugh because you have never ever sent me a video from YouTube. You still call it the YouTube. Do you know what? This week I sent you another one, 
and it was because um, Nicole, for anyone who doesn't know, is about to do this very crazy gym competition, this like fitness competition called the High Rocks. And on YouTube, the YouTube, a video <laughs> popped up of the the women's European High Rocks champion. And it was her going around the circuit. And I emailed it to you. I was so excited for you to see it. And then three days later, it just bounced. And I did <laughs> I kept thinking, she's going to be so impressed. I've sent her a YouTube video about the High Rocks, but you never got it. Where did you send it? I just emailed it to you, but I, then I saw it in my bounced folder. <laughs> it just never got it. Brilliant. And that <laughs> just totally sums you up with your technical it, it abilities. really, really and does. We thought you'd gotten yeah. better. I had gotten better, but not, not obviously not that better. Right. I want to talk about something that you really, really, really hated. Yep. Chia seeds. Oh, fuck the chia seeds. The chia seeds. Disgusting. Are you, are you still eating them? I Didn't I eat them the other day when you were at my house? Yeah, you sprinkled them. What did you sprinkle them on? Greek yogurt. How come? How come they've made it back into because, your self-care? Well, because we had like a gazillion sackloads of the stuff in our house. And then I had a big packet of flaxseed. And I thought, okay. I've just, heard these are good for you. I've Maybe I'll give it a go. Good for you. I'll put it in a glass jar in my cupboard. And then when I have something that needs stuff sprinkling on it, I'll do it. You know, it's better than crack. So I did. Nice. <laughs> you weren't saying that during the episode, during no. the week of Chia Seeds, no. were you? No. Let's hear what you had to say. Is it coming in the club? No fucking way. Is Chia Pudding coming in the club? No way, no day, Jose, no way. It is disgusting. It's definitely, sorry. She's still eating. She's still eating the Chia. She's like a Chia addict it's definitely coming in the club fuck that there are people in the world that like chia seeds if they and can like... eat them elsewhere <laughs> i just think I'm that i'm not having that i'm not having this spermy <laughs> mucusy snot pudding in my nice club i don't mind any <gasps> other pudding rice pudding fine rice pudding i mean you are literally a hundred years old get over <laughs> yourself seriously rice what? pudding's nice chia seed is the new rice pudding it's not the new anything <laughs> it's not even a food it was only a food in 2009 it's to grow grass on clay pets and now people eat it and call it a superfood <laughs> uh, bollocks to it <laughs> no bollocks to chia seeds no, they're not allowed past the door. Thank if you. anyone is smuggling them in their pockets, if you come to the club and you've got a tablespoon of chia seeds in the back of your jeans, you're out. You're out of your ear. wet, then you're they'd banned. have like a trail of frog spawn behind them. <laughs> and if you put it's them... It's raining. <laughs> it was raining and they start swelling. And if you put them in your bra and then... Fill your bra with water to try and do those like chicken fillet things to make your boobs look bigger. You're banned. You're banned from the club. Out. No. Thanks for listening to the show. It's been a delight. Oh dear, I can't breathe. I mean, absolutely hilarious. So they, so they didn't make it into the club. They didn't make it in. No, it but was now the you're pudding. still eating them. It was the chia pudding. It was that frog spawny, spermy gloop. The seed, if it, you just it, eat the seed on, sprinkled on yogurt, it's all right. It's just the thought of someone standing at the door yeah. trying to get into the club with a smuggling a chia seeds. It yeah. starts raining. They, they start swelling, sprouting. Swelling. They look like a Kardashian butt because the pockets start like swelling. So yeah. I think it's interesting that you are now eating them. Well, I, you know, I don't like food waste. We did get given, I just can't even tell you how much chia I've still seeds. got loads of chia seeds I have left. got packets and packets of chia seeds. I feel um, like I could eat them every day for the rest of my life and not get through them. And I don't want to. <laughs> Do you not? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, that wasn't clear. That oh, yeah. actually wasn't no? clear. How funny. Okay. So that was chia seeds. Yeah. Anything else? What else have you enjoyed on the show that we have tried? Um, I really enjoyed my little dalliance with Ra of Earth. Ra of Earth. Do you remember Ra of Earth? He taught us how to sun our buttholes. It was an interesting week. And Ra lives in California where the sun does shine. But here it wasn't shining so much that week. So it was directly on your asshole. Directly <laughs> on it. I lay on the rug. Yeah. With the beam of the sun. Yeah. Legs the sun akimbo. don't shine. <laughs> but it did. But it, <laughs> but did. it did. But it did. So hold on. So you laid down. Yeah. We need positioning. 
Yeah. I lay down on my back. Yeah. Stuck my legs in the air. Yeah. Did you open them? Of course. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like I like. Did you count to a minute? Counted to sixty. And and I and I and I recorded it for you. Thankfully, you'll be pleased to hear not on video. Okay. Here we go. Well, the first thing to note is actually quite hard to keep your legs up in the air for an extended amount of time. I'm sure Nicole Goodman won't have that problem. Um, <laughs> because you're used to exercising. It's, uh, it's not a part of you that is normally so warm unless you're in a bath. So that is, um, it's not unpleasant. It's, not it's actually not. quite nice. Uh of slight concern is that Barker is in the bedroom with me and I am I have a lick. waiting <laughs> for him to saunter over because he just cannot resist licking any bits of bare skin. So I, if that is going to happen, then this, this will come to a swift end. I can see him. He was sitting there. Is he curious? If you ever do like a sit-up or a press-up, anyone in the house, he comes straight over Wants to know what's lick, going on. Licks you, gets on top of you, licks you. Sometimes a bit of humping, a bit of licking, normally <laughs> licking. And I could see him eyeing me up. Oh, she's lying down. Oh, something's going on. Oh, there's bare legs. Oh, oh. And he came wandering over. I just thought, no, no, this is not a goer. No, no. And so that that was the end of my experience. And did you sleep well that night? Did you feel that your creative juices were flowing? Yeah, it's totally changed my life. Has it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Utterly. I haven't drunk coffee in yeah. four days. No, 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 no need for wine. No need for anything. Feeling completely energised. Yeah. And my aura, everything. <laughs> Which I didn't know existed <laughs> did, until five, five minutes, minutes ago. ago. <laughs> but now I can tell you my aura. No. It's changed colour. I, um, I can tell you now. Yes. Absolutely <laughs> nothing apart from a slightly warm feeling on the bum. Yeah, whilst doing it. Yeah, that and fear was, that the dog was going to come. Fear that it. I was going to get tuchus lingus <laughs> by the dog. But apart from that, your Yiddish of the week took us is tuchus bottom. Lingus. Um, no, absolutely zero effects. Okay. 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 I mean, I'm speechless that we did that. Why did we do that? I have Why did no we do idea. That? Well, I, I, I feel like I went down some sort of Instagram rabbit hole. I found Rob. You think? I just found think. some other girl. It just seemed like a really good idea at the time. My problem was that the sun was never out. No, it rained most of the week. And the only time that it was out that entire week was when Daisy had just come home from school with like six friends. Yeah, and, and that they would were have all, been real weird. They were all sat outside in the garden. I just thought, mm -hmm. well, now would be a perfect mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. But but maybe also But she not. might be a social outcast by the end of it. <laughs> and maybe someone will call social services. <laughs> Anything could have happened. So that was perineum sunning. Yeah. Still doing it? Oh, yeah. The whole summer I did it. And especially on holiday, on the beach, I did it. Yeah, me too. I just can't get enough of it. I really can't. I've stopped. I haven't drunk a cup of coffee since. It energizes my aura to such a degree. Absolutely. Chakras are all aligned. The whole shebang. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I want to talk about something that is was still one of my favorite practices yeah. that we ever tried. Yeah. Which was choir. Oh, you Do you remember choir? choir? I still haven't been back, actually. You said that was your favourite practice of all time. Do you still stand by that? Um, it was one of, because we've done obviously so many since. Yeah. That actually I do have a couple more, which are definitely fighting for first place. Okay. But I just loved it. Yeah, it was very special. Let's, let's have a listen. Our every single practice we have done. Yeah. And there are probably over 80 yeah. now. Yeah. Maybe 70. Yeah. This was my favourite. Really? Yeah. This was... What, what What about it was your favourite? So powerful. Yeah. Um, I love music. I love live music. Yeah. I have been completely um, deficient in live music in my life in the last two years. Mm. I haven't had any. Um, and I've craved it. Massively craved it. There have been times where I have laid in bed and imagined myself, I swear to God, at the O2, hearing Pink sing live or hearing another act sing live or being in the theatre. Mm. It's a huge part of my life. Mm. And so being there, mm. I guess it would have felt special anyway, but on the back of COVID, it just felt like 
a very spiritual, moving, humbling experience. And we did a lot of laughing that night, you and I. Some funny things happened in the evening and you and I just, we started giggling. And I think because we, it just, it it was such a good feeling. We were feeling so good. We did, we got the proper giggles. I got the proper giggles. <laughs> we got the proper giggles. <laughs> yeah. It was just fantastic. Everything was there. Yeah. Everything was in there. I think we should play a clip of, the, of how the choir sounds. Oh, yes, we must. Let's do that. Okay. tell the story of this this song this Adele yeah, song yeah, because it's yeah. really incredible and I think it gives a very a very important vibe of this particular choir and yes. this particular community yeah so the woman singing the solo which you can't hear so well on that recording her name was Mandy yeah and we went up to her after at the end of choir just to compliment her on her solo and her voice was magnificent Beautiful. but when they were singing that song I actually stopped singing because I just wanted to listen experience yeah, experience, experience it. it it was yeah. moving and I honestly I wanted to cry if I didn't I, I didn't cry because I thought I would look like a total mad <laughs> and like why is she crying in She's the middle just, of choir yeah exactly yeah. but it moved me so deeply so when we spoke to Mandy afterwards and complimented on her voice and she said, she shared with us her story, which we have asked if she was okay yes. for us to share here, yeah. which she said yes. Um, and Mandy suffered with breast cancer. She has, she is now recovered yeah. and she's doing really well. Um, and she left choir for three years. Yeah. She had a double mastectomy and I think the pain, she's got such a powerful voice, that she said that she couldn't sing because it was too painful. Yeah. Um, so she didn't sing in choir for three years. And when she came back, she didn't know whether or not she could still sing no, that song. She said she thought it had gone. It had gone. And she said it kind of brought her back to life. Yeah. Yeah. And that was incredible in itself. Yeah. But the other bit, which is so incredible, was that we went to the pub afterwards for a drink with some of the yeah. choir members. And we were saying how amazing Mandy was. Yeah. And they said when she was gone for three years... They all collectively, as a community, refused to sing that song because it was hers. Yeah. And they tried once a few weeks after she had she had left the choir. Yeah. And he's Richard started playing and they started singing and everyone said it just felt completely wrong. So they didn't, they refused to sing it. Yeah. So when she returned to choir, and this was post-COVID, so they hadn't been in a room together either, the choir. Mm. When she returned, it was the first time they were all in a room together mm. and Richard started playing the intro to this mm. song and they all just went into the song and she said there was not a dry eye in the house. No, I mean, there was barely a dry eye in the house and she'd been singing it a few weeks by then. But yeah. it was it was the sound. Oh, it, was it was amazing. It but was you amazing. could feel... yeah. In the, that room, the yeah. em, the emotion, in the, the emotion, room, yeah. the impact, yeah. the yeah. love, yeah. the respect yeah. that was in that song, and yeah. how how important it was to this group of people. Yeah, it was absolutely so beautiful. It was amazing. It was a great week. It was a it? great week. You know, we've been invited to their Christmas concert. Oh, when is it? It's in December. Oh, um, we, unsurprisingly. We, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cookie. Um, we should go. Yeah, we should definitely go. Because the, they and were you know what magnificent. They're singing? they're singing George Michael. <gasps> which one? Like which that. one? Um, I think they're singing, I want to say Freedom, but I don't want to set you up in case that's not right. Okay, I don't care. As long as it's George Michael, I'm yeah. happy with anything. Yeah. They they were fantastic. And actually quite a few of our listeners have joined that choir. Yes. On the back of that episode. Have, which was just the best thing ever. Um, amazing. Yeah. I love it when it all comes together. It does. Let's talk a bit about um, some of the more heartfelt stuff we've done because we seem to have gone into that. We're in that zone now, aren't we? We're out of the silly zone and into the more sort of serious tone. Well-being zone, let's call oh, it. Oh, yeah, that. Because <laughs> that's what we're doing after all. Oh, yeah. Body positivity. Yeah. It was a major one for me. 
it was a massive show for you. I think you were very sort of laid bare in that show more than normal because it's a big subject for you. It is. Um, and here's, here's just a snippet of it. I've always taught myself to be grateful for what my body can do. Yes. As we've talked about. Yes. That was how I got out of that whole spiral. Yeah. But actually standing there and looking at my body for how it looks, mm -hmm. not for how it doesn't look, Yeah, how it looks. Yeah. I've never really had that conversation with myself. And how did you feel about it after really looking at it? Yeah, I felt great because, because I felt great because I'm so invested in what my body does for me. Mm. So, you know, it was just, yeah, my body looks great. I'm 44. Uh, then this this is good. This is how I am. I've spent a lot of time trying to get back to something else mm. or trying to lose that half a stone. There's always that half a stone always. that you want to lose, right? Yeah. And it's always I'll look in the mirror and go, oh, I want to lose this bit. I want to lose that bit. As as like a unconscious running dialogue. Yeah. But actually just standing there in that radical acceptance piece. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. Okay. I get to, oh, I get to accept myself as I am right now. Not as our, how I need to be or how society tells me it has to be, as I am right now. Nice. Nice, right? Really nice. A lot of people commented after that show. I think it resonated with so many women because it's such a common and huge subject. It, it, and it's ongoing. Mm. And no matter how much work gets done around it, there's still so much more work to do. There's still so much more accepting to do. And just hearing that clip back now reminded me, oh my God, I, I, I need to do that again. I need to look in the mirror and accept how my body is, not how it isn't, because mm. it's so quick to fall into that terrible toxic narrative and about we, yourself. We even ended up doing a week of radical acceptance yeah. from that show, which yeah. is also a really good show. That was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's I think it's gonna be my life's work to keep radically accepting my body for how it is and how it looks and you know, and not beat it up for all the ways in which I want it to be different. Absolutely. What's better than that? Exactly. What's another heartfelt show for you? It was how to give a heartfelt apology. Oh. How to really properly say I'm sorry. Have you no used ifs, been using no it? Buts. I'm I, you know, I'm not a great apologizer and I don't find that a lot of the time I have a need to apologize, but I really notice it when I hear it around me. Yes. How someone yes. else apologizes or what words they're using. I'm really hyper aware of, of that now. I use it with my kids because mm. I used to do the whole, um, I used to say, I'm sorry, but you know, you weren't listening mm. and that is not an apology. It's no. just, I'm sorry. Mm. Well, let's, let's, should we hear the clip? Yes. A true apology does not include the word but, I'm sorry, but, automatically cancels out an apology and nearly always introduces a criticism or an excuse. Give me an example, Lauren. I'm really sorry I shouted at you, Nicole, but you weren't listening to me. I mean, me. that is so rubbish. Yeah. That is so rubbish. Yeah. I mean, how many times would we say that to our kids? I, I wouldn't even say sorry for shouting at my kids, to be honest. I say sorry for shouting at my kids all the time. But that's not an apology. No, because I don't say that anymore. Okay. I don't say that anymore. But exactly. But I'm sorry that you, because that's, you made me yeah. behave yeah. in a certain way. It's I your behave fault. badly, but it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. It's so manipulative, okay. yep. isn't it? A true apology keeps the focus on your actions and not on the other person's response. I'm going to repeat that. A true apology keeps the focus on your actions and not on the other person's response. For example, I'm sorry that you felt hurt by what I said at the party last night is not an apology. What could you try instead, Lauren? I'm sorry about what I said at the party last night. It was insensitive and uncalled for. Own your behaviour. Yeah. Own your behaviour. It's yeah. hard. It's a hard one, but it is it's very clean. A true apology is just clean, easy. It's not up for debate. So we did an excellent show, I think, if I may say so myself, <laughs> on how to give and receive, more importantly, a compliment. Women are so shoddy at receiving compliments. And I include myself in that bag. You're terrible Ter at receiving a compliment. Terrible. But I did learn on that week not to say, 
this old thing, it was two ninety nine. Well, we've actually got pennies. a lovely clip of us discussing what we learnt on the week because it was supposed to be a week of us giving compliments. Yes. But actually, how it then transpired is it, it was really about how to receive yeah. a compliment yeah. as well, wasn't it? That was also part of the work. Absolutely. In fact, a more important part, I think, than the giving. So here's the clip of, we're in summary, I think, and we're talking about what we learnt during that week. I learnt <laughs> I need to work a little harder on accepting compliments graciously. Nice. And I will. I also learnt that the more specific and the more heartfelt and authentic it is, the more it means to the other person. I think we've both learned that this week, you with your friend and me with the midwives. I think people yes. really appreciate an acknowledgement and a compliment when it touches them, when it is true, when it is meaningful. It has to be. It, it has to be sincere. It has to be. And on a very sort of shallow level, I think to just notice another person in a positive way and tell them is a little, it is a little gift. It's a little trinket. And to have a whole day where four separate people told me how much they liked my dress, that's nice. You feel nice about yourself. Look, it's not the biggest deal, but it's a positive. But it's a little bit of goodness yes. in the world. And when you feel a little bit good, you pay it forward, as exactly. we said in the intro. Exactly. And I bet your friend who went out to that party that night had an extra nice night because she felt so good about herself. And I bet she was able to then make other people feel good about I bet. themselves. Yes. So this stuff... It's a ripple effect. Yes. And this stuff, it seems a little trivial, but it's not. No, that's it's what huge. I that's what I've learned. It's hugely powerful. What did you learn? Well, it costs nothing. Yes. Sometimes it does take a big step forward of bravery. Yes. To pay someone a compliment. Yes. It's not always the easiest thing to do because you have to step outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. I really was quite surprised at that. So it's very easy for me to say, I love your dress, I love your hair, I love your nails. Mm. But getting beyond the aesthetic mm. is where the real meaning lies and yeah. I think where the real juice of yes, this lies I agree. and it feels good to make someone else feel good yeah and that is self-care yeah in my book agreed it's good for you it's good for the other person and it's good for the greater good I mean that could be like a Christmas <laughs> advert it's good for you it's good for the other person if that is not a soundbite I don't know what is I don't know it's like a Greenpeace advert <laughs> that little bit at the end recycle it's good for you it's good for the other person and it's good for the greater good I just love all those shows they I think were nice. that, and they all add something I know it sounds a bit weird to say it because there are shows but I think they add something very different some make you laugh some make you feel good some really make you self-aware I think it's just a really good all-round of do you like our podcast Is I that really what you're really to love say? I really I'm very proud is it making you feel nostalgic going over all these shows it is I'm proud I feel very proud of what we've created yeah let's have a little break and then we're going to come back with what you guys think This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. So 
So I just want to tell you one of my favorite things that ever, ever happened at Self Care Club. Ooh. So when we were in lockdown, we did a whole series of shows about a variety of things. But one thing that kept cropping up during the lockdown was that you did a lot of jigsaw puzzles. All right, we're still back at that again, what? are we? Well, yeah. Because I feel like you're about to take the mickey out of my puzzle club. Puzzle club. Puzzle club was formed. We also did a show on uh, the pelvic floor and we also did a show about sleep hygiene. And in the epilogue show, I brought an experiment where you lie on your bed with a metal tray on the side of you and you hold a spoon and then you, you go to sleep with the spoon in your hand. And when you fall asleep, it drops on the tray, which hopefully will wake you up. And then you see how long it takes you to fall asleep. What's that got to do with puzzle club? Well, I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay. Somebody, won't mention any names, Nicole Goodman, took the <laughs> right piss out of me because she's like, well, who owns a metal tray? I well, who said, does well, own a metal well, tray? I do. I own like four. I bet Drain James doesn't. No, I bet James doesn't. So this combination of <laughs> he puzzle... He just sighed yeah, in the other room. <laughs> puzzle club, pelvic floor and tray gate. Well, yeah. it culminated in somebody actually making us an album. Oh, this was fantastic. Songs. A band called Drop Pink recorded our fictional album because we kept talking in these shows about, oh, imagine if we'd had a song about Puzzle Club and we made up our own song, didn't we? And we made up. Should a... we play those clips? Oh, let's play them and then you'll understand what I'm wanging on about. But basically, we have an album. Puzzle Club, Puzzle Club. I know the benefits of Puzzle Club. <laughs> You've actually written another verse. <laughs> oh, yes, I wrote it. It took hours in my composing room. Ignore your pelvic floor. That could be your next song. Don't ignore your pelvic floor. I feel like that's more of a rap. Well, I think maybe you could compose that song because you've got nothing else to do. I feel like it's more of a ballad. Don't ignore your pelvic floor <laughs> unless you want to wee more. That sort of thing. Like a sort of shanty. Sea shanties are very in at the moment. Got metal to... tray. Have you got a metal tray? I've got like five. No, you have not. No, you have not. I, Why? I totally. Why? Well, I, because don't you have trays? Trays no, carry? I don't have trays. Oh. I inherited loads from my grandmother's, but I also have other trays. Yeah. Well, anyway, look. How often do you, you, you use a... a tray? I know you want to get on. I just want to know how often you use a tray. Like quite often. How? When was the last time you used a tray? Sunday. For what? A cup of tea and a plate. You you put a cup of tea and a plate on a tray. Yeah. <laughs> how else are you supposed to catch? You've got it's not a weird thing. Oh my you've god! Got, you've got weird. two hands. Well, listen. Our producer's just said something about a baking sheet. I don't know what she means. Thank you, Blondine. She means if you don't happen to have a metal tray, you could use a metal baking tin or baking sheet. Do you have those? You know that you put shit in like the a oven baking on? tray. A baking tray. I have yeah, a baking tray. Baking I have okay, a baking right. tray. Go to bed in the afternoon with a metal spoon <laughs> and a metal and my baking tray. Metal trays that I inherited Fucking from hell. my grandmother. <laughs> you just ruined my science. <laughs> Professor I mean, Chris Whitty. I'm sorry. I think it's really weird that a 43-year-old woman has five metal trays and she puts her cup of tea and her teapot on it and uses them daily. I think that's a bit strange. I have not ever used a tray in my entire life. You know, Professor Chris Whitty does not have to put up with this shit when he's giving his science. <laughs> so then, yeah, Drop Pink, yeah, who is a friend of the show, yes, best they, friend of the show. They surprised me. You actually surprised me, I didn't did. you? We were in the midst of lockdown. My God, I needed it. I felt sick because I was so excited. I must have played it to myself like twenty times that I was so beside myself to play it to you because I knew you'd be like, it was so happy. It was. Just a moment of genius no, on I that think, show. I think, honestly, one of my best moments ever. Let's play it. Okay. Puzzle Club, Puzzle Club I know the benefits of Puzzle Club I know the science of Puzzle Club 
break it down into puzzle pieces Every time I find one, my love increases Start on the outside, work your way in I'm a puzzle master, you don't know where I've been 500 pieces, do I look like a baby? I'll start with at least 2,000 maybe Puzzle on the floor, puzzle in the pub Everywhere's a puzzle when you're in Puzzle Club <laughs> I, I'm speechless <laughs> Someone has actually put our utter shit into a medley. Bow your head to and fro. Take your tricks on the go. My heavy metal train. Do you get enough sleep? Are you left counting sheep? My heavy metal train! Wow! <laughs> and finally, we've got a ballad of the pelvic floor. Actually, we got a sea shanty. Don't ignore your pelvic floor unless you want to pee some more. Don't ignore your pelvic floor unless you want to pee. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> my head is exploding. I, I, who? What are they called? Did you say the band is called Drop Pink? Head man, Jack Medlin. That was just so, so... A bit, like, amazing. Absolutely we have an album. Amazing. We actually have an album. We Make... can release it on iTunes. I, I, on our Spotify. Do you think it would get to number one? I think it absolutely will not. <laughs> but so. honestly, those guys, I, I will be forever in their debt for doing that. They were fantastic. Absolutely so thank brilliant. you, Drop Pink. Yes, thank you for thank that. You. I want to hear from the listeners. Before we go into the practices that we're still using and we'll do a lovely summary about what our favourite practices are yeah. and stuff like that, but let's hear what the listeners have got to say because you guys, you have been writing in for weeks, we've been asking you. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you for all of your comments and all of your time on this. And we're going to read out a few of what your favourite moments were. So I asked, what have we tested on the show that you're now using in your everyday life? And that was quite interesting. So Tez said, the most valuable show for me was setting boundaries and realising any resentment is on me. Oh, it's a good one. Wow, big lesson to learn, that one. We get uh, messaged about that show. All the time. Still, still now. And we released that. A long time ago. A very long time yeah. ago. So I'm so pleased that that resonated. And I, and I still use it too. Yeah. Me too. Dreams can happen, said, after listening to the EFT week, I have now trained in EFT oh. and I can't wait to start helping people. Oh. How cool is that? That's so fantastic. That's just brilliant. That is so fantastic. Wow. Chicky X said, the best episode that helped me was to stop saying sorry. Oh, yes. Yes, a we've, big one. We've talked about heartfelt apologies, but actually we did a show way earlier than that about how to stop saying sorry. So this was to the over-apologizer. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry oh, that oh, you sorry. bumped into me. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, sorry. I've arrived early. Oh, sorry. I'm late. Oh, oh sorry. So I need a wee. Yeah. Sorry. I need a wee. That's the classic, isn't it? Sorry. I need a wee. My yeah. God. Yeah. So go back and listen to that. If you haven't listened to that one, that was a great one. Lil J Rose said that she is still using weighted blankets. Nice. Beautiful little bee. CBD really helps with my endometriosis pain. Thank you for introducing me to it. You are welcome. And I'm <laughs> really lovely. glad. I'm it's... really happy it's helping. Yeah. Love a bit of CBD. Frady Bagel says diva cup and vabbing. Well, hello. What's, what's a diva cup? Is a that a menstrual, menstrual cup? cup? Yeah. Well, hello. She's down with she, all the vag practices. Excellent. No, you better find some more, Lauren. <laughs> I'll do my best. Clouds, rainbows, sun, rain says boundaries. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah, they are. They are life changing. They are life changing. Yeah. And Lowry Nicole says definitely menstrual cups and EFT tapping are the two that I use <sighs> a lot. Okay, great. Bwok says crystals. Queen Dragon says matcha tea and the Shakti mat. 
Izzy says all the mental health ones saying no. And yeah. Melanie also said saying no. Saying no. Yeah. An empowering show that was. Yeah. Then I had to ask the question, which show has made you laugh the most? Larry Nicole, 1998, said the goat yoga or vaginal steaming will forever be the ones I laughed most at. She also said, um, with the vaginal steaming episode, I'll never forget my boyfriend walking in while I was listening. He rolled his eyes. And ever since then, you've been known as the weird vagina shit podcast by him. The whole episode made me laugh. My head is in my hands. You see, that's all your worst dreams coming come true. true. I'm now facing my fear. Because you just didn't want to be known as those vagina weird women. vagina women. Well, now we are. Well, you're comfortable to... with it because you're a doula. You're all known as weird vagina women, aren't you? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Katie Eliza Buff Hughes says, you girls make me laugh in every episode, so it's hard to choose one. Probably the vabbing episode. It had me in stitches. And Biba Costa said, it was when you were talking about the mushroom guy. The mushroom guy. Oh, my goodness me. The mushroom guy. Oh, bless him. He's had so much airtime on this he show. He has had more airtime than really, he should. I really hope he doesn't listen. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> really hope he doesn't. So, come on. What were your favourite practices? What are you still using? Okay. Um, the ore walk. I thought, honestly, yeah, being I really honest about it, when we did that week, I thought, aside from my excellent Claire Balding impressions that week, which oh, no God. one appreciated enough, <laughs> because they were really good. Wildlife, the ducks, indeed chasing the ducks. It's a slightly damp but mild autumn afternoon. We've got wellies on. We're splashing through the puddles that have been created by the rainfall. Indeed, over a month's rainfall we've had over the weekend. <laughs> and it would be wonderful if you could talk to me about some of your favoured paths. But sadly, you're a spaniel and you don't speak English. So uh, it's just me talking to myself like a lunatic in the woods. There you go, Nicole. There's my Claire Balding Rambling's impression for you. Nicole is just too cool to ever listen to Radio 4 Ramblings, but that is a little little taster of what the show's like. No one appreciates Can them. I just say why? Because yep. I think we have a, a quite a young audience and they probably don't know who Claire Balding is. Well, get with the programme. No, okay? don't. She is a sports presenter. She's great, Claire She Balding. does ramblings on BBC Radio 4 where she takes walks with celebrities. We still haven't got her on the show. Maybe if we contacted her now, we might have a chance of getting her on Claire. the show. We would dearly, dearly love to have you on What's she going to talk about? She's going to talk about ramblings. And we're going to do all walking again. All with, walking e with Claire Balding. Oh, my God. A, a ramble with Claire and my dog. I can't even. I would explode with excitement. <laughs> I might explode on the walk. It'd be so messy. But we'd be in the woods, so it'd be fine. Anyway, all walking. I honestly don't think it'll be up to much as a, as a practice. But I genuinely do it. I did it this very morn. Yeah, I mean, I do all walking most days, actually. So, great. CBD. Never had tried it before. Tried it because we were gifted some. We did some host reads for some. We did a week on it. Like, really love it now. I use it as cuticle cream. The balm. C CBD. I use the do balm. You? Yep. I take the drops. I take the gummies. I'm chilled. I'm chilled as fuck. Surprise, you're upright. Yeah. A menstrual cup. I still use. I've, I still use menstrual cups. About to give TMI. TMI. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Period pants. I do. Still I used them last night. There you go. Used them last night. Assuming good intent. No, not for me. I know because you felt it made you feel a bit of a mug. I think it allows it if you're not careful, and that you have to have very strong boundaries in order to use it correctly. And if you are going to assume good intent in people, you. you Either have be very bounded about it or it allows for some crappy behaviour. I know what you mean, but I have found it's been really helpful if I've gone into my own head in a narrative of, oh, well, they haven't texted me back because X, Y, Z. It's like, no, just assume good intent and stop all that fantasy stuff in your head. And I have found it very useful for that. I think that's fine. It, like, but when you're, you know, we're both married, but if you bring this into like the dating world, I think it can be problematic. I, I totally hear you, but I there are parts of it I like, so I do still use that. Decluttering, I mean, it's just who I am. I'm just like the Jewish Marie Kondo. <laughs> so I loved that week. And intuitive eating, again. There is no such thing as a Jewish Marie Kondo. There is, it's me. Um, it's not. And intuitive eating. Because the beauty of her is yeah. she's Japanese. Yes. And she's sweet and she's tiny. And I'm she's, sweet. You're not sweet. 
I'm, you're lovely and I love you, but you're not sweet. I wouldn't ever describe you as sweet. Fine. <laughs> you don't want to be sweet. I'm sweet as pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sickly Fuck sweet off. you are. <laughs> Sickly sweet. Um, sickly sweet intuitive eating. I still do that. I've always done it. It's just my genetic makeup. And I like that show because I was very much hoping that the info in it would help other people tune into that a bit more. Really important show. Along with body positivity, it's yeah. a really important show. Yes. And we, I think we had three shows out that week. We had the um, founder of Intuitive Eating, Evelyn Triboli. Yes. She was so fantastic. And we had Alyssa Ramsey on. Gave she so much great. beautiful content, both of them, both yeah. of the experts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's a really great show to go back on. Yeah. What were your favourite practices? Um, choir, as I said. Yes. EFT was... You the, loved that. I love it. Tapping is completely life-changing for me. So... It was through tapping that I got out of the rut that I was in and I handed in my notice for my little small business at home. And now I'm on this full time. It was just been life changing. Every time mm. I've had it, it's mm. been life changing. Mm. Something major has come up. I, I can't, I cannot recommend it enough. The Shakti pillow, used it yesterday. Yeah. Um, how to say sorry, as I said before. And the big one. Yeah. The big one. Mm. Asking for what you want. I found that a hard week. It was a good week, but a hard week. You know what? It just gives me so much permission to step into the things that I want. I did it this morning. I asked a question. I asked for what I wanted. It's someone did you get who, it? I don't know. I'll let you know. I put out a request and I even said on the email, you know, we did a practice of asking for what you want. So here I am asking for it. Mm. So let's see. Because you know what? The beauty of it, if you don't ask, you don't get it. It's so true. So you might as well just ask. Yeah. And I don't know why we have so much fear around asking for the things that we want. Because Maybe we have fear about getting the things that we want. That and also fear of the rejection if someone says no. But you're no worse off. No, no. Let's just say this place. email that I sent today, I would yeah. be no worse off if, if this woman says no. Yeah. Or if she doesn't respond. Yeah. I'm in exactly the same place, but you've got everything to gain from it. Yeah. It's such an amazing practice. I can't, can't recommend it enough. Yeah. There's so many things I still use. Cryotherapy I use. Oh, you carried on with that. For I haven't a done long, it in a while. Um, yeah, because it really into that. Well, it really helps with my muscle recovery yeah. from all the stuff I do in the gym. Um, I mean, I just think it's a great show. <laughs> what can I tell you? I think there's so much value in it. I want to end with I. I asked the viewers. The viewers, their listeners, they probably can watch this also on. The YouTube. Oh, please stop saying it. I know you on say YouTube. it to be funny, but on it's YouTube. just... Do you do it just to wind me up? Yeah. There, you can watch this on YouTube. Um, what practices she did it right. would you like to see us try in 2023? Are you asking me? Pole dancing. I'm not asking you. I asked What was that thing the, called? Oil, oil... Oil pulling. Oil pulling. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, what else? There's that Russian bath thing where they Schmicing. slap you with the, the leaves. It's I want to do that. Schmicing. Schmicing. Yeah. I want to do headstands. Oh, yeah. These the are all the things stands. I want to do. I'm terrified. I want to run a marathon. No, I don't want to run a marathon. No, I'm not doing that, Nicole. No, I'm not. <laughs> if you awkward. make me run a marathon, I will find the worst vagina practice that there is. You, that you can't, it can't be any worse than fabbing. No, you can't. But I'm not running a marathon. You think I can run a marathon? Yes! I sir. cannot run a marathon and will not run a marathon. I was just... You know, it's on my secret bucket list. Well, it ain't on mine, mate. <laughs> uh, the listeners said they'd like us to try skin boosters. What's that? I'm not sure, but I have secretly got something quite cool coming in the post for me and you. It'll be here before Christmas. That oh, is to do with skin. I saw some email come yeah. in. Yeah. So that's happening. Affirmation. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Dry brushing. Yes. Gwenny loves a bit of that. dry brushing. Tree hugging. Well, we've done that. We've done There's that. There's a whole episode on it, my friend. Yes. Pole fitness. Oh, I just said that. Yep. Someone, actually two people suggested pole dancing. Oh, well, we're going to be doing that. By the way, I have found a teacher. Have you? Yeah. I told you that. I told you that in a text last night and you didn't respond. I, I swear I never got that text. You've sent it to someone else who wasn't me. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my God, that's so mortifying because I said, by the way, we're doing pole dancing. No. I found a teacher and then I wrote on a separate message, yes, we're doing Yes, you're doing it. No, you who? did not send that to me. Who did I you send You better that? check because I never got that. Uh, someone else suggested reflexology and acupuncture. We know, we know, but we feel it's going to make for a very dull show, which is why we haven't done it. 
And the same listener also suggested Gua Sha. We've done it, but we never released the episode. And ASMR, which we've done. I did send it to you. I, honestly, I haven't. Also, got to have it, found my us friend. a pole dancing teacher. Yes, you're doing it with a kiss. You completely ignored me. I, ha- I, ha- I never got it. I will show what's, you my what, phone. What's that saying? Oh, she's cocked to deafen. What's that? It means that you've just like totally ignored it. I, honestly, I, I think I was dealing with knits last night, Ooh. so maybe I didn't see it. Anyway, that's that. Anything that we've done in the last 300 episodes that you would like to try again, as in something, something revisited, because we could do that. There's no rules. It's our podcast. We can do what we like. The Salt Cave, as we said before, wouldn't mind doing that again. I actually feel like at some point I'd like to try quite a lot of them again, but maybe go deeper into them. How can you go deeper into them? Just try it out, knowing what you're going into and getting different things out of it. I think it's worth looking into. You know what I would like you to try again? What? I would like you to try exercising again. Oh! (sighs) She wants me back in the gym with Saeed. Like, I don't spend enough time with you. It's probably the only time we're separate. Now I know that he has Danish pastries hidden. He doesn't have Danish pastries. He has has Jewish Jewish pastries. pastries. Little mini Rugula. Now I know he has those. I mean, it's a little more tempting than it was. Would you ever come back to the gym? Maybe. Let's but you see felt how great. Peri- Let's see if I go through perimenopause and then I need to build bone density and lift stuff. And it's very good for that. you, post-menopause, okay. let me tell you. Okay. What was your worst? Mm. Mine was uh, the time I sod, without I think, a doubt. I think Couch to 5K was my worst because it's the only one that's made me cry, like actually weep. I just don't like running. And I, in my head, I like to think that one day I just put on a pair of trainers and go for it. But the reality is it makes me cry. I'm the same with running, by the way. So if it makes you feel any better, I hate it. Yeah, that was my worst. That was my worst. And I still haven't completed it. And that makes me feel like a bit of a shit bag. But you could complete it. Mm. Physically, you're able to complete so it. Maybe it's... that's one that we'll have to try again because I need to do it before okay. I die. I'm up for that. Okay. And your worst? Thai massage. A Thai massage, yeah. But you were called sexy and that's an upside. It's not an upside. When you are lying there naked, this woman is standing on top of you and you're in a room alone. It's fucking creepy. (laughs) It's not an upside. It is not a compliment. It was creepy and uncomfortable and I just wanted to get the fuck off. Oh, but it made good content. It it? it made for a great show. I can't wait to do 300 more episodes with you. Do you think we've got 300 more in us? I think we've got 3,000. Oh, wow. It's an endless well of wellness. We will be back on... Wednesday, Wednesday, with a new, sh- with a revisited show. Perhaps we'll do intuitive eating. A little snippet. A little snippet of one of our shows. But you've had quite a few snippets here. Yeah. We hope you've enjoyed that. It was a little flashback into all of our episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of our club. And we will be back on Wednesday with another show. Bye.